This is the business of sports. Should Major League Baseball shorten up the season? How do we present football to the audience of the future? I don't think that most players understand the power that they have. Michael Barr. The future of IndyCar racing is looking bright. Scott Soshnick. Very basic math here. More bidders means more money. Evan Novi williams The team value has essentially quadrupled. And the leaders in the sports industry. Time to bring in our guest, Hal Steinbrenner. National Hockey League Commissioner Gary Bettman. Atlanta Braves President Derek Schiller. Patriots President Jonathan Kraft. Bloomberg Business of Sports. From Bloomberg Radio. Hello, I'm Scott Soshnick. I'm Evan Novi williams And I'm Michael Barr, and this is the Bloomberg Business of Sports podcast. You know, I'm not even going to shouldn't where we explore the big money issues in Evan the world thinks of it's sports. a victory look at him he's pumping his fist like he's won something you know what then let's do it where, where we explore the big money <laughs> issues in the world of sports uh let's start play oh my a play by himself goodness but you know what no before we get into the topics and uh i know you don't like self-congratulatory things but i want to congratulate you guys because Monday was we had a, the big sports luncheon, and you guys worked your tails off trying to put all that together. And it, this is a big round of applause to you guys because we had uh, Randy Levine and many other people who are big wigs in the in the world of sports, and you guys put it together. And uh, you guys need a pat on the back. Well, thank you, Bar. No, it, it needed to be said. Thank now, you. That's about as much no, of a it. warm and fuzzy you're gonna get from me because Mike Trout. Just sign. Holy moly. That's a whoo, what, $440 million. The highest in sports ever. Any pro 440, sports. Is that right? 430, 430, I believe. 430. But what's, what, what's 10 <laughs> million what's between brands? Give me the return. I, what I, I need change. to know. I need, I need to. And, you know, Artie Moreno is looking to buy some RSNs. And I'm looking for the return on investment on this. I want to know how they sat down and calculated. Yeah, we know he's a great player. How many World Series have the Angels won with Mike Trout? Uh, What's I, their attendance? What's their TV ratings? I mean, I, I need to know the I, metrics. How many playoff games? Do how many playoffs? That's what I mean. I, I, I need you, to you know the metrics by, behind this. Well, you're going to get people in the ballpark. Yeah, that's, you're not going to get definitely. any more people in the ballpark. It's, he's been there. Well, but you're going to get people that's going to watch. Not because, if anything, people are going to be saying, there's the dude that's getting $430 oh, I so. million. I don't think anybody else is tuning in because Mike Trout's not making more money. I really don't. That's 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 my question. I'd love I'd love to see the the baseball ops besides the business ops people saying this is why it makes sense from both. I mean, from the baseball side, I get it. Until this takes him to age thirty nine, it's not as if we don't have some analytics on the historical trends of production of baseball players at a certain age. Let's see. I mean, look, he's the best player in baseball. Yeah, he has been for a long time. We just did a business week, a big data viz. Uh, on you know baseball players' salary versus performance, he is an outlier in terms of how good he now. is uh, right now and yes. has been since since his rookie year. In the um, prime of his career, he's in, an outlier. In the prime of his career, yes. uh, I don't think. I mean, I, you're right. This, at the end of his career, when Mike Trout is 39, playing uh, for the Los Angeles Angels or wherever the team is based at that point, uh, that he is not going to be this player, right? And and I think the Angels know that. Um, but you know, there are other ways that that he is valuable, right? And you know, we saw this total mixed analogy, but we saw this a little bit with uh, with uh, the Islanders and 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 John Tavares, right? There, people feel an affinity for players who come up 
uh, were drafted by their team, have helped their team reach a, a level of national attention. But I'm not that so sure that's the best. I don't think that's the the example you want to give because John Tavares leaves and the Islanders' production has no, gone up. Look, the Islanders would obviously love, love to prefer to have John I, Tavares see, not, still I there. Know. I'm not oh, saying. Come on. One of the questions on. I want to have for Lula Morello and the others there is give me the pros and cons of the distribution of salary. Is this a better way without committing so much money in a cap system? Don't commit not, so much money. Okay, let's to go back to Trout player. because it's not a cap system. Trout is not a cap system. No, but they, it's a tax they, system. They, they have it's a, a tax system. They have a very big uh, regional sports network deal, right? It's a, it's a three billion dollar deal over twenty years. Um, yeah, look. By the I way, mean, the, the sub fees are going to go up on that now. I'm sure. For all you viewers of the Southern California area, dig deep. Exactly, which is part of how you know part of how this process works and it's in the entire ecosystem um i don't know it, it, it's obviously way too early to say if this is a bad deal or not um but i'm sure there are angels fans out there who are happy that this happened and, Albert and that's had a big deal too. something well his teammate, and so Albert did josh Pumas. and so did josh hamilton right the angels oof, don't have a oof. good history with they don't with these deals they don't um but you know we'll see but what's sad is on the other side of the tracks which kind of goes with this story it, it, which I'm glad the Toronto Blue Jays are doing this in their minor leagues. They are wanting to raise the salaries to what to, was it a 50 percent? About an average of 50 percent. 50 percent. So that Vlad Guerrero from, Jr. Yes, from Pins to Mayor, uh, right? It's acceptable. <laughs> What's sad is, I mean, these and this we still had that ruling where uh, after 40 hours, that's it. You don't get overtime if you're a minor league player. And gee, and we all know that it's just 40 hours that these guys spend. And then you get a lunch break in between the fifth and sixth inning. Be great if they're tied at the end of, like, bottom of the ninth, still tied. Yeah. Eh, forget it. (laughs) We're done here. I've worked 40 hours this week. We're done. I just wonder what those guys think about it when they see big contracts like Trout at 430, Bryce Harper at 330. What do they think? They think I wish I was as good as Mike yeah, Trout or Bryce they Harper. Yeah, were that. Uh, I bet you there's also, you know, we've talked about this before, that there's this big kind of war of words going on in baseball right now between players and owners, players saying that owners are not, you know, not willing to pay money that they that they used to be willing to pay. I bet you there's a part of, you know, some players out there who are see, the, see these deals and they think, okay, well, at least some owner out there, at least Moreno is willing to uh, open the bank on a, on a big long-term deal yeah. for a guy who's going to pay this 40 guy. at the end. Right. Um, so there is, I'm sure there's some, you know, there's jealousy. I'm sure there's some, some people out there who are maybe a little relieved, at least happy that, that these deals, that these deals are happening at all. Bar, you know what I would do when we talk a lot about like minority participation in baseball waning and they're working hard to sort of aim at uh, that community. I would go and I would talk to the parents of every dominant athlete age 13, 14, find the football players. I really would. And say, have have you seen what the baseball players are making these days? Yeah. Are you are you noticing these contracts? And but by the way, um, that's guaranteed. Your you know your your son is uh, uber talented, could probably play baseball and be very good. This football thing, the injuries, the the head trauma, the non guaranteed. You sure you want to go that route? A tenth of what Mike Trout is about to get is a super contract in the NFL. Yeah. That tells you something. It does. 
And by the way, the NFL makes more revenue. Yeah, <laughs> it generates well, more yeah. revenue. For folks out there, Russell Okung, the former uh, offensive lineman in the NFL, had a good thread on Twitter uh, this week about uh, NFL salaries, uh, kind of debunking a few myths. And uh, it started off by talking about Trout and exactly the point you just made, Michael, that, th- that there, are very, there are very big differences between the, uh, the size of a big deal in the NFL and the size of the big deal in, uh, in Major League Baseball. Let's talk about the AAC. And the billion-dollar media rights. What's up? Yeah, the American Athletic Conference, uh, which for for college sports fans, not a power five, not not a power five <laughs> school, but 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 the biggest of the other five football conferences. So kind of in this nebulous region between. Give me some schools, Evan, the big five. I can't keep track. Uh, the AAC is you know it's Temple, it's uh, Na- Temple football. Na- Navy is in there for football, oh, right? Okay. It's it's Memphis, it's Tulane, it's. Uh, um, so yeah, far, there's, not, not iPod right there's, now. There's a number of others: uh, Houston, Cincinnati. Right? It's 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 right. the, a lot of the football schools from the old Big East. Um, they have a you know their media rights were up. Uh, they have a big deal, right? It's it's a it's a 12 year, uh, one billion dollar deal. Uh, it's it's almost four x over what their their previous deal was with ESPN. This is for almost all of their live content. Spare a few games that are going to go to uh, to CBS as part of a different deal. Um, a pretty big deal, I think, for them. I mean, we, we've talked a bit about how you know if you're a premium rights holder in the NFL or in, in sports right now, the new media landscape is probably good for you, and, and we've seen tons of evidence of that. Um, was the American Athletic Conference a premium sports product? Unclear, but it certainly seems as though right now, you know, anytime your rights goes up four times, uh, that seems like a pretty good indication for you. Um, just to put it in context, uh, schools in the AAC, when this deal starts in 2020, are going to share about each of them is going to get about nine, uh, $7 million a year from this media contract. Well, that, this is what I was going to ask. It's like, That's how pretty- do they break that down? Yeah, it's yeah. Seven, seven million. Uh, if you're in the Big Ten, uh, you're getting 50 million. If you're in the Pac-12, 31, SEC, 44, ACC, high 20s, Big 12, 34 million. There is a huge still financial so That answers gap. when he said, is it a premium? The answer is no. <laughs> sure. Good but, for them, but not premium. But, I mean, every league, you know, if you're the Sunbelt Conference, if you're Conference USA, some of these back-end conferences, if I told you right now that your rights would go up 4X, I think they would be what thrilled I, by that. What I'm right? excited about, I want to see – because they made a big deal out of it, the Pac-12, when they hired Rain Group, <laughs> because they own all of their content. Yep. And that, you know, Larry Scott there, and the conference uh, schools had been falling behind the others, not only in how much they were receiving, but sort of on the, it trickled down to on the field of play in, in the football. So nobody happier than Rain and the Pac-12 when they see something like this. Because that is premium content. Those are serious brand name schools in the major sports going to be very fun to see how that works and the pac-12 network has you know has the pac-12 conference has the pac-12 networks which the aac does not have right it does not have its own linear conference deal Correct. um but yes this is at least an indication that you know we know at least where the bottom of the line is not in college football in terms of rights and you know the the the, the sixth conference the sixth best conference in football has seen a significant boost uh 12 years also feels like a fairly long time right there's going to be a lot of changes in media obviously I'm not sure i'd lock in anything for 12 years at this point and they there there's there's a not a clause in this a, a grant of rights if you know if, if a team leaves right so so this is a deal that you know there, there's some protection but not fully if we see in 2022 and 2023 a significant new round of conference you know conference uh realignment these AAC schools are the schools that are most likely to make the jump up if up the Big 12 wants yeah. to expand, if the Big 10 wants to expand, etc. Um, so who knows what this conference even looks like uh, 12 years from now. 
Ding, ding, ding. Bonus. I got to ask this because you know what's we are upon the NCAA men's bracket. And I just wonder, and there's so much gambling going on, is this more popular with gamblers than the Super Bowl? Yes. Yeah, there's more games. There's more games. Yeah, there's just so much more to bet on. If you're if you're a Las Vegas operator, the first four days of this tournament, so your your Thursday through Sunday of the of the first two rounds, is is worth a little bit more handle and money wise than the Super Bowl. Yeah, I, I was thinking about that. It's you know people. When were you thinking about that? Uh, well, on your drive, uh, in on your my shower. When were you thinking about that? Uh, with, with the DraftKings app open. <laughs> the draft app that <laughs> yeah, was, yeah, right. But, no, I mean, lap fifty-seven is, of some NASCAR race you were watching. When were you thinking about that? Bar? This is big. Mm. Uh, by the way, who do, who do you have? Who do you think is going to go? Over? I got nothing. You have got nothing. I got nothing. I haven't even thought about it. Oh, it's what? been bad. I ha- I seriously have not. I'm writing. Uh, look for it later this week on the oh, Bloomberg Terminal. I've never that done plug. that before. Look at that plug. I, and I, I do, obviously, we focus on sports business, but I just wanted to have a little fun this week. So I've spoken to a bunch of Duke alums on Wall Street, David Rubenstein included. Yes. Uh, sort of uh, with Zion and how much attention this team has gotten, um, what sort of community has been created among the Duke alums, how closely are they following it. I'll put, I'll put it to you this way. Every single person I spoke with is planning a trip to Minneapolis. Really? Every single person I spoke with has told me, I'm lining up my tickets. If they go, I go. And they're leaving that calendar date open. Duke against UNC? Oh, that would be the best. I think UNC would take it. Is that, The brackets allow for it? I, I, didn't I, th- look, I think I if, if I remember right, I think it <laughs> No, does. but I mean in the final, in the championship <laughs> in the, game. Uh, oh, oh. I, think, I think it allows for it. So, uh, ladies and gentlemen, that was Michael Barr who said that's a possibility. I do not it know. It does, yes. I'm okay, it at, does. I'm looking, I'm looking Duke, right Carolina is a distinct possibility in the championship game. That would, Which would be, be their fourth. bongo. And I believe the, the first three were the, the three highest rated college basketball games yeah. of the year so far right um yes that would be insane uh look for duke to lose to north dakota state university there we go That's your sure. <laughs> i'd like to see all the alums you know wouldn't that be fun if you had like the front row opposing each other all the carolina alums on one side and all the duke alums on the other back in their school think about like who would be sitting behind the benches for that <laughs> and then you'd have i mean just for fun as part of the weekend you'd have to have an alumni game somewhere i would be oh i that, would, like I, I would pay to see the alumni game that would be fun. i would so it's surely one of these streaming operators, ESPN Plus, or whatever. somebody has to give me this game, the, the Duke versus NC alumni game. DAZN right. will put uh, $20 billion behind that idea. <laughs> with, a, with a fight at <laughs> halftime. Uh, let's wrap it up. This is the Bloomberg Business of Sports podcast. I'm Michael Barr, along with Scott Soshnick and Evan W. Williams. We are here each and every Monday, Wednesday, and Thursday, exploring the world of money and sports. Join us again at the end of the week when we speak with Mark Hurd, the CEO of Oracle. You're listening to Bloomberg Business of Sports on Bloomberg Radio around the world and all online where you get your podcast.